0: What's going on, y'all? Um, Fowler Leader here at the podcast here uh, to talk more and more about this Villanova football here. I got one word you to put it together because it's gonna be on the hashtag. That's why it becomes one word: beast mode. That's it. Hashtag beast mode. These two guys, Jalen Howard, D. Will Barley. You're talking about some real level punishing hitting from Howard. Howard can come off the edge quick, hit you. He can come inside. And that's a great commitment from when you get a uh, Mikey Taylor. Mikey Taylor is a um, 2018 commit. Another beast they got. Great commit. Three star. Um, Definitely elite prospect. Uh, Lorenzo Hernandez, elite prospect, Jared Nelson, top prospect. Like, they got some guys that that now with Jalen Howard, that's fueling. That's going to be so exciting to see these guys become monsters. I just can't wait to see them develop. Now, D. Will Barley, another, and that's an elite prospect. This cat, I mean, he had 1,500 yard, all-purpose yards last year um, in high school. He's just the type of guy that you can't catch. And he has unbelievable vision. I mean, this dude here, man, I'm telling you, if he's going against some of these top high schools, you know, you know how it is. I mean, he would have definitely been a guy to be a, a high four star, four, four star to a high four star about two, four, seven. Like he just had to play in the right school. This guy, Barley, can get down and he's going to be something nice for Villanova. Villanova's going to have something nice to go with a future Kwadir Ishmael. That's going to be a 6'7 quarterback. You got to really start looking at this Villanova team and start painting the picture of the future. And they're going to start, or they should start. I don't know if they're going to, but they should. People should start seeing more NFL prospects out of Villanova. The the success of the basketball team and the success of, of, of how the football runs their program, been running their program, it's only going to reflect for the football team more as Villanova basketball gets good, so. Um, D Will Barley, 2019 commit, that's four y'all, Renova ain't playing, and this is a good class, I mean, Billy Hambrook and Jalen Goodman, I mean, this is a good class, man, this is a good class, if you ain't seen Jalen Goodman, go see his tape, and you'll see what I'm talking about, this guy's good, and Billy Hambrook is a, a bully, he's a bully, he's gonna pick on you, he's gonna beat you up. Um... Free agency, uh, I'll, be t- I'll talk about that um in tomorrow's podcast. It's got a quick podcast for y'all to see what's going on. The LeBron James and so many other free agents, where they're going, where uh, a lot of the writers are saying, what people are saying, we are going to get into basketball, y'all. Um, I got a lot of things coming up soon, I really do. Um, Terrence Clark, I did an interview with 2021 Elite Prospect, might be the number one prospect in 2021. Terrence Clark, because Villanova is recruiting him. And I also um, got an interview coming from Malik Hall, four-star Malik Hall. This cat is um, serious. I mean, he almost reminds you of getting Jermaine Samuels with more power to him, you know, more physical. I mean, he's a high four-star by 247, and I believe he could easily grow up to a five-star um, but he's definitely a high four star talent and he can get down. Like, you're gonna hear a lot and you're gonna be happy to hear some things from him. Um, I've been on record of saying things about Elijah Hutchinson, which I'll get into tomorrow. And, uh, Jeremy Roach is the, uh, uh, uh which you know i I said that justin moore and eric dixon i I called those out that those are going to be the first two recruits villanova's going to go after and i just think this time just looking at the fact that villanova doesn't have a future big man that elijah hudson's everett is going to be a guy they'll go after even if they get one this year you know because isaiah stewart is on draft boards you know one or two years he'll be there so they're going to try to get another center to to go there they need to get big and you know, I think they'll go after him. Um, Jeremy Roach—they're gonna go at the point guard. They—they they, Villanova guard you. So Roach has been early recruited. He might be the first guy to commit, or who knows? He might take a little longer because so many other schools are recruiting him. Big guys, the blue bloods—they are coming. You know, he's—he's he's that good. He's explosive and he's fun to watch. Um, Jalen. Um, Jalen, like I said, it's the third one, but we got to see what happens. I, I've been told, um, by coach George, they will be recruiting him soon. And, um, until that clamps down, I can't tell you too much about, but I do know he got an early offer and Jay Wright early offers when he he goes early on, he pretty much is a, as a guy, he, you know, he's going to go after people like Lonnie and, um, Lonnie Walker and Quentin Lee were early recruitments like Roach is right now kinda of like how Eric Dixon was. And um if you look at early recruits like Scottie Lewis and Brown Antoine Villanova still deep in their recruitment. So I, I'm just thinking that, you know, a guy, the talent of Jalen Green, is definitely gonna get Jay Wright super attention very soon. And it's just a it's a it's a heavenly match because Jalen Green's such a smart kid. He's more than just, you know, he he's a smart talent. He's humble and he takes the pressure. And he's kinda like would be if you look at him, he kind of like would be uh Jay Wright would be like a second fiver to him, you know. I mean, I see a lot. And there are people wanna to move to the East Coast. So like I've said this a lot of times. I really truly believe it. And this kid, I remember saying before he had stars, he's a five star. He's the best player in the class. And it happened. I mean, guys are good. Okay, tomorrow also I wanna cover a couple of things. Like I say, Malik Hall, Terrence Clark, also RJ Davis. I have a um, 2020 prospect, point guard Villanova is, is visited. There's going to be an interview with VU Sports. I get more into who these guys are, who more and more who they are tomorrow. And um, Penn State football, um, George Rooks. George Rooks uh, was offered. And George Rooks is a 2021 prospect. Penn State has been absolutely... Aggressive in the 2020, 2021 20, 20, 20, offers that they're giving out. I mean, they are giving out some offers. So, I mean, everybody talks about 2019. And I think Franklin even knows himself. I mean, that's the movement. Franklin knows himself that this 2019 class is not going to be as, you know, it's a lot of guys committing to other places. And I think he's not even focusing like that on 2019. And I think he knew that last year. I mean, just the way he's doing it so quick. He's easily getting that offers and working on these 2020 2021 guys. So I think Penn state fans need to be calm your brakes. He's just going to still be very talented prospects. You got guys like Keaton Ellis. You got guys like Brandon Smith and Devin Ford. remember, you know, a lot of people was thinking Oh, Virginia tech. And I told people Devin Ford was going to Penn state, Virginia tech, Virginia tech. You must be crazy. Virginia tech. No, it didn't happen like that. I mean, Franklin, Sometimes Franklin builds relationships. Sometimes he minuses his relationship. And we've heard that from a recruit before that Franklin, you know, didn't have the uh, relationship with him like that. That's why he decommitted and went somewhere else. Um So, I mean, you just have to understand, like it's all about relationship. That's why Caden Wallace instead of Devin Dobbs was prioritized. I don't care what your, your uh, stars are. If, if you're the fit in the relationship, is not strong. Then I, I, I guess y'all gonna have to be mad because that's just what it is. Um, is. We're looking at um another thing, um some recruiting going on, LaSalle recruiting hard. Uh, they're doing the best they can um, as far as recruiting. I love their efforts. I mean, I've never seen LaSalle this active with so many talented prospects. That's all Ashley Howard. The man's a genius. It's a diabolical genius. LaSalle will be competing in the tournament I two years. Could be this year, but next year for sure. I just have that very bold great bet. Anybody coming from Nova, just like Quinnipiac. Um, I'm saying that University right? if I'm not somebody, you know. I just know um, Baker, Dunleavy coach that is one of the best, I mean, anybody, listen, I'm, I'm a little bit biased. I'm gonna stop. I'm a little bit biased, man. I'm just a little bit, just a little bit biased. I just feel like that Philanova had went through a lot of bumps and they overcame them. They overcame them. So, you know, um, Baker being with Quinnipiac is, um, one of the best, moves because now it's like he get to he's a smart guy and he get to put out his instincts and his smarts to the basketball game. Actually Howard, man, I mean he such he was so so um such a good recruiter. And that's one thing I'm just trying to like not only just recruiting, but he he made it like family. He was like Jay Wright, <laughs> you know, an extended version of Jay Wright. He I mean Villanova wants you to take care of yourself athletically and Academically, So it's a little crazy to really think that, you know, that Villanova won't be good this year. It's another thing I wanted to touch on, but I'll do it more tomorrow. That's just the title. It's crazy to think Villanova won't be good. There'll be a top five team, regardless of the finish this year, they will be top five. Everybody should know that by now. Um, I wanted to talk about the Eagles a little bit. I mean, the Eagles, listen, people gotta stop thinking that the Eagles are not. I mean, I know people confident in their teams, but this is actually a team that's built from top to bottom. Now we're gonna talk about Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. Those are two guys you got that are MVPs. The MVPs. Like for real, I mean Carson Wentz didn't win it, but everybody know if Carson Wentz when it went down, he's the MVP. Clear cut. I mean, if you give him any more games to perform, you're gonna see some magic. So, <laughs> I mean, 13 games, you dig? I mean, and then you got three left, three left, people, three left, right? And you know, he would have put up great monster numbers. And to me, I feel like he should have got it anyway because he put the NFL popularity on another level. Besides looking at Tom Brady and the, and the Antonio Browns, who had an unbelievable year, another guy who's the best receiver in the league. And looking at guys like Aaron Rodgers, he, he birthed a new superstar. And the guys like golf and, and, Watson started to get recognized. So oh, these guys are good, you know, right after Wentz. So it, it was a birth of some good stars that are going to be taking over the NFL. And Wentz is the leader And that. Okay. Um, Nate Suffield, get a love to him. He has talent. I mean, I remember telling uh, writer, Eagle writer Ed Kratz about him. So, um, I just didn't think the Eagles was going to end up getting this guy. I didn't, you know, he had talent. He's a good player. He's a, I think he'll learn more being around the Eagles in the winning organization. Um, running backs. Jay Ajayi is going to assault people. Get it out your head that you think that he's not going to be that good. Everybody, just listen to me real closely. He's going to assault people. He is a punishing runner. It hurts to hit this guy. Don't you see the people that hit him? You ever seen a person hit a person with a hit and then do a, a do the moonwalk? That's what they do with him. Now we know that blunt drags people, but you hit this guy and you hurt yourself, and he can catch the ball. Like, like I said, Saquon Barkley is a is, is him two Like this, Ajayi is that good. He's a game changer. He changed the game for the Eagles. Like it made us extra hard. We already was deep, but it made us extra hard to guard. Now you got Darren Sproles. Now, if he is a half of what he was, man, that, that's going to be unfair. Like, he is explosive on top of explosive. Like, for real. And, and especially out in the, as a receiver, I ain't talking about as a runner. He can run, no doubt. He's, just, he's hard to catch because he's you no know, little. But, you know, his thing is catching that ball and returning them kicks. And he's going to add a whole nother element of explosion to an offense that was already bananas. So then you go to the offensive line, best in the league. Let's just skip past the offensive line, okay? They handle their business. Okay. We talk about some depth players, maybe uh Isaac and Big V. It's good to have guys that have started on the bench. That matters a whole lot. And if Chance Warmack comes back, I mean I think depth is just important. Uh Matt Pryor, a the rookie, they say he's versatile. He can play all all offensive line positions. That's good to know that they're saying something. He's 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 impressing at a, uh, I don't think he's in, like taking over, but he's impressing. So, um, uh, tight ends. Now see Philly is this. Howie Roseman is the God sent him down or God it reinvented him because the, the moves he makes is crazy. Zach Ertz is the best tight end. He's my tight end and he's one of the top three best in the league. So if you want me to juggle it. I mean, you ain't like me saying he's the best is a, a crazy thing because Travis Kelsey is so good. No, Jack Ertz is that good, okay? You line him up anywhere. He's a weapon. He's almost un, unguarded. What you gonna, who you going to put on him? Okay. Um, Dallas goder I hope I'm saying that right. I, I might be terrible with names. I'm going to have to learn it as a – y'all have to bear with me on some names. But this guy has hands. Hands. I mean – if you're looking for the closest thing to OBJ hands at tight end, ain't you know, he ain't got the speed. He's athletic enough. But the man has great hands. He can catch him from anywhere. And a guy like Wentz who can throw them anywhere, any type of window, that's a dangerous weapon to have. And he's impressing now in training camp. And then Richard Rodgers played with Aaron Rodgers. Enough said. He had eight touchdowns one year. That's big. Now, this is just the offense we're talking about, y'all. We're breaking down. I just want to break down and go as fast as I can with letting you know how good this team is. Because I'm naming people who are good, okay? We want to go back to running back. Because I gave you two guys because they are that dynamic. But Corey Clement, you cannot forget Corey Clement. We ain't going to talk about Pumphrey. We'll see what happens when he shows up. He has, you know, talent and ability, no doubt. I believe in it. But, He'll learn from Sproles and Clement, but I'm telling y'all, watch out for Pumphrey when he gets to offer. If he's grass with it and he's, I just think he's a good weapon. I seriously believe he's Dan Sproles 2.0, but Corey Clement is the real deal. He has power when he runs. He can catch the ball, which he learned to do in the NFL level. You watch his games in Wisconsin. He ain't catch that ball. He was not a weapon to catching the ball. Wisconsin probably won the national championship, but he was that good in, in in college. I remember seeing the guy saying he he played against Penn State. I said, he's a player. He's an NFL running back. He ain't get drafted. I said, people are stupid. When we got him, I said, whoa. Instantly, you heard about the competition in, in camp, and he started losing weight. The guy is the ultimate pro. He's a feature back. We're not going to be able to keep him for long, Eagle fans, okay? to feature back. Now, um, I don't know about Wendell Smallwood. I don't know that situation. I just don't know how that's going to. I don't think he's going to make the thing. Um, Receivers, y'all. Can y'all just bear with me on receivers? Can we all talk about receivers right now? Alshon Jeffrey, didn't he do the thing? Like, it took the chemistry a minute to come. That's his sports. And for them to be making that run that they made, and it lets you, know, the more the chemistry hit, the more unstoppable the Eagles became. The more they got used to each other, the more unstoppable. Even Toy Smith, before Wentz went down, him and Toy Smith was getting a great, dangerous connect, uh, chemistry going on. He started really performing. I mean, if y'all remember. But Alshon Jeffrey did his thing. Uh, Mike Wallace is almost unfair. You got the perfect, big, you want a big receiver, right? You got one with Alshon Jeffrey, possession guy, get jump balls. Then you got a, a, one of the best burners in NFL. He's definitely, he's a he's a, he's a two-step. If I had to say the upgrade, it was like going from 8 to 10, and the 8 is powerful. Toy Smith was good, but he's not Wallace. He's not. It puts, if, if Smith starts at 10, you see, what I, what I rate people on the 1 to 10 scale with two people is that the 8 not saying that these guys are typically eights. But compared to Mike Wallace, yes, he's an eight. And Mike Wallace is a ten. And Mike Wallace, I seen him perform in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's gonna be nice. And then you got Nelson Aguilar. Do y'all did y'all do anybody in the NFL, not as Eagle fans, remember what Nelson Aguilar did to people? Does anybody remember? Anybody remember? Not only a, a improved season, but does anybody remember what Nelson Aguilar did to people? I just wanna didn't ain't it the same guy who ran past the guy, was up like ten yards up and then turned around and did the splash with the if the hands in the air I think that's the best. Like, remember when Deshaun Jackson, you know, when he did it, when he looked back or whatever. But no, that was nothing compared to Nelson got the best. I gotta see somebody beat that one, you know. But them, them three is gonna be now. See, just them alone with naming Ertz and what Sproles can do. Just look at how dangerous their offense is. Just like that. Like we don't even want to talk about. It. I didn't even throw a Jai in there because Sproles can be dangerous and dominate games. Like. He can influence games. See, what I mean by dominate with him is that you're going to have to guard that man. They put people on the field, double people even, for Sproles. Do you understand? This team has the ability to be undefeated. We can talk, and I'm serious. I'm super serious. This team has the ability to be undefeated. All right. Now, let's talk about. You know, Mac, okay, Matt Collins, I like Matt Collins. I really thought he was going to take over this year and just had that spot, but I see the Eagles just said we're going to stay deep because Mac is four and he can really, he can ball. Like, <laughs> I think he could be a starter in this league for any team. He's that good, and he could play special teams. Um, Marcus Whedon, I still believe he's going to make the fifth because of his experience, and Marcus Wheaton was a killer at Pittsburgh. He just had, he's almost similar to Nick Foles. Nick Foles had a great season with the Eagles, went over to the Rams. It was different. Went over to the Kansas City Chiefs, it was, you know, backing up, whatever. But he had that one season with the Rams to change his life. Wheaton had an injury-filled season to change his life for Chicago. He come over here. I, I don't think he's going to do too, put in too much work unless injuries happen. But when he's called upon, he's going to be a weapon. He's going he's to make a big play. You know, when they call on a fifth receiver, you know, we'll see what happens. But Philly didn't really use their fifth receiver too much. They used him a couple of times. And Shelton Gibson, I think both of them will make it. I think both receivers, because Gibson has been working hard. He's a burner. He's a burner. He He's a burner. Um, check this guy out in college. I know it's the pro level, but that's what guys are drafted from, college. That's how you get they get on the pro. So you're looking at this guy's talents. This guy can burn. Um, and that's the offense. In a nutshell, um. Can Can you just now what I said about their offense? And these are all returning Super Bowl champions. You got Mike Wallace who played in the Super Bowl being added to the team. You know, can played with a playoff team. Rodgers played with a Super Bowl quarterback. Like, and then you talk about um. I'm not gonna talk about the kickers and the punters like that, okay? It is what it is. We got a new punter coming, and the kicker is the man. He he deserves to get sick, Jake Elliott. And man, he's wow, <laughs> oh wow. But um, I think the guy uh, coming punting will be whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, I don't want to knock that off, but we'll. You know what I mean, I I'll get more until you know. But we'll have a new punter this year. Um, the one guy. I want to talk about before I get into the defense is Fletcher Cox and how he sacrificed and how he definitely played big. And you look at his numbers, man, people like, Oh, well, they ain't as big as it That's because they were deep. I mean, he couldn't always get to the quarterback in time because somebody else was there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And, you know, then most of the double teams was coming Fletcher's way. Then you get Tim Jernigan in there who could be hurt this year. So we could see, um, who could we see in it? That, that, now that's a big question. Maybe Michael Bennett floats in there somewhere. I think because of Josh Sweat, the, the draft pick is, ki- he's killing. He's, he's putting it down. Josh Sweat is putting it down, man. So watch out for him. Um, for real, he, he, he's been impressing. So, but like I say, uh, it could be if anybody starts in their middle next to Fletcher Cox. I mean, I'm looking at Destiny Vejo as one guy who could definitely start next to Fletcher Cox. I just think he's been on that team. He knows the team. Um, so it could be, you know, really, really um, a headache for quarterbacks because I'm about to break down something that's crazy right now. I start with Cox because that's the rifle. That's the guy. That's the chairman of the boards. Listen. We have Derek Barnett, right? Got him over there. Then you got Brandon Graham, okay? Then you got, okay, Jernigan's hurt, but I, I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee, but I think he'll be back. They never said that he won't be there. He just was going to be out for a little minute. Um, Barnett was a guy who was a rookie, and to me, that draft was probably the smartest draft ever I was saying that they was gonna get somebody else. I was like, no, nah, they ain't gonna get you. I forgot who it was, but Eric Kratz, that's my guy. Shout out to Eric Kratz, right for US of the Day, Eagle writer. He said that the Eagles was gonna draft Barnett. And I'm thinking to myself, Barnett I'm like a defensive end. I mean in the first round with that pick, and they went after him and they got him. So he he's deserving of the, his development now. Michael Bennett's gonna be the guy probably over there. You got Chris Long. I mean, these are two guys who are Super Bowl winners. You put them on the line. This is almost unreal right now. Now Destiny Veal, Elijah Qualls are two defensive tackles. They're all gonna be rotating. Even Josh Sweat can play in the inside. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a madhouse right there. That is an animal house. That defensive line is going to be exciting. A defensive line exciting. Don't forget about Steve Means if he makes the team. He's another guy that can, you know, he's good. But I doubt he makes the team. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, Aziz Shitu. Now, I hope I'm saying that name right. But he's a defensive end that has been performing in camp since last year. Like, we'll see what happens with it. This is show you how deep the uh, uh, line is. Um, And then you got Holy Nata. Now, that's crazy that's see now that's the guy who you know what i mean i haven't really mentioned him because i don't know if they're going to throw him in the starting rotation but that might just happen because maybe i'm thinking a little crazy he is the veteran he is the veteran haluti nada is the veteran now excuse me excuse me not get the name right Haludi nada if i ain't saying that name right y'all let me know all my followers excuse me salute to Haludi nada and um I've seen this guy, like, be dominating. Like, I'm talking about dominate. Like, he's dominated in his career. You know, he's been one of the best defensive tackles I've really seen. As far as, like, a run stopper. I mean, he can rush the passer. He's going to get his chance because the line is so stacked. He's going to get his chance. Everybody talking about, oh, he's older and this and that. Well, it's too many people on this line for you to say that. One person's gonna help the next person. The next impact gonna help the next person. All down the line you got nothing but dogs. That's it. That's all you got is a bunch of dogs. Like they're just waiting to the feast. Like that quarterback is red meat. Like it's crazy. Um and the defensive part of the linebacker situation, I'm so glad they got a little deeper. Um I'm really you know, I'm just just glad that even happened because last year I was kind of surprised that they were able to do anything. It was much with the defense without um, Jordan Hicks. Now, that was the hit that I kind of thought was going to take us down. You know, let me see us. You know, I'm an Eagle fan, so you know how it is. But, I mean, I just didn't think that was going to happen. I just didn't think that was – but it did. I mean, Nigel Bradham and Michael Kendricks played elite elite football people couldn't get things if, if you was throwing it their way it's gonna be crazy if you if it was gonna stop the run they did everything so i just i mean just to think how how dominating they would have been if hicks was there like that would have been you know i think it was it's just games that i think that teams wouldn't even have been in you know i think the team that played us hardest throughout the season was the atlanta falcons they the Chiefs did early in the season, but that's the team that was you know the chemistry wasn't there. The Falcons played us hard they played those Eagles super hard, so you know, um, I feel like looking at Nigel Bradham, looking at Jordan Hicks and looking at um looking at the new acquired linebacker. Because I had to really find out about Corey. Corey Nelson is one of the best unknown linebackers you're going to see. Okay. And I mean, this guy, like, I didn't know. I didn't know he was under the radar with me. I didn't really know who he was. But, you know, I'm pretty sure the Eagles know their players. They know who's good. They know who's not good. Okay. So now um, you got him with this squad. Now he's quick and fast. I just can't wait to see him produce stats. And <laughs> you know, I want to, what I mean is I want to see him play on the field. You know what I'm saying? So right now we got those three, right? But see, the thing is KG, well, no roster cuts hadn't came yet. The roster cuts have not came yet, but you got a uh, KG Hill. you know, um, KGH is, 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 I mean, he could probably be a starter. He could probably be a starter, man. I feel like um he's one of those type of guys who, when you see him out there, he's an animal. Like, I mean, and they always, the Eagles always find some animals on the special teams, man. I mean, you just have to start giving credit, you know, to this team because they just, they constantly find good special team standouts. That's going to be big for that team moving forward. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, the special teams, that team there is going to be, like better because they got they still got Mac Hollins. You know, Trey Burton was a big loss. Marigolds comes back. I'm telling you, like, Marigolds, I don't know if anybody else saw it, but I saw the impact of him not being there. I saw that impact. So I think um him being there, you'll see it now, you know. Um We talk about the linebacker situation. Let's break it down some more. So I can um one guy we can talk about Nathan Jerry. Nathan Jerry, I mean, coming from a safety, he's just, he developed. He's developed. He's gained more weight. I think he'll be a guy that Corey Nelson got to watch out for. I don't think he just has that position locked down because, obviously, he, he don't have a long-term contract. So we'll see how that goes. But I just named five guys. I think we're, we're deeper, I mean, now than we were last year at linebacker. And that's key. That's real key. Another guy that people don't understand that is a good contributor special teams guy Joe Walker. Joe Walker's coming back on the linebacking position. Um you put those three guys at linebacker and you're talking about now it wasn't like that with the depth last year. Jerry didn't have the experience. Now it's like they on its depth on their li- uh, linebacking core and it makes us better. It makes us better. They're around. Now they're around current Super Bowl champions. So, I mean, it's crazy. Then you got the cornerbacks. See, the cornerbacks, this is gonna be hard. <laughs> Can you believe it? Eagles had the worst cornerback situation to me a couple years ago, having Nolan Carroll in there and um, you know, um the oldest McElvin. I just feel like Leodis tried his best. He's just too small. He should have played the slot, but Carroll was just oh God, he was garbage truck juice. He's garbage truck juice. That's that's Listen, when I say you garbage truck juice, it's, it's worse than garbage. I mean, it was just bad for us, man. And then what happened, we got Ronald Darby. Now, when the Eagles got Ronald Darby and they got um, Jalen Mills, he just showed he was going to be an impact player. He showed he was going to be a impact player, and he did. He sets the tone. He might not be the best cornerback, but he's the toughest and most competitive cornerback on the Eagles. I mean, straight up. And then you got Darby and Jones. See, this is unfair. P- people are stupid not to draft Jones just because he got hurt in the top 10. You should have took your chance. Let him sit. In the first round, they was dumb. Jones is going to be an elite. I call the next Richard Sherman. Now, me and Teron Davenport got, the NFL right, shout out to Teron Davenport, got into a debate about him not being the next Richard Sherman. I don't think he understands. Richard Sherman was the best cornerback in, in in football, okay? That's the one thing. He was the best cornerback in football, most competitive you know what I mean, and then he was confident, trash talk, uh, flamboyant, great ball skills. All those things Jones has, and that's why I compare him to Richard Sherman. I ain't talking about how, how the size he has or how long and all. Those guys play the same, and the way they play cornerback is the same, tough physical in your face. So the, all those things relate to Richard Sherman. That's where he will be. I think he will be the number one cornerback in the league one day, no doubt about it. And another guy who people are forgetting is Rasul Douglas. See, we had Daryl Worley, which is a shame we lost that guy. He's he's a beast. But Rasul Douglas had he led the NCAA in interceptions before he came over to the Eagles in college. And he has size. He's going to be an X-Factor because he can guard tight ends. He's going to be able to learn. He's going to learn the game and get better and better. Um, Devontae Bosby. He's a cornerback that's been shining. And I think he'll make it. I think we have a... He was signed last year off Kansas City practice squad. And um, I think he'll make it. I don't see why he won't make it. I mean... The way he's playing, he'd be a fool to let him go. Um, Avante Maddox is the is the cornerback that was drafted. He's he's getting used to things, you know. Um, uh, he he's not like you know uh, impressing that big, but they know they see the talent and the potential, and you know, of course, he, he's just not you know coming through dominate or nothing like that, but he'll be a guy that'll end up getting acquainted and being good. All you got to do is learn by, behind those studs. What we need to be happy about is that we don't have to throw a guy like that in who ain't ready. Now, I done got the Avante Maddox into the what sixth cornerback. The sixth cornerback. So you're telling me, you know what I mean, you shouldn't feel bad at all. Right there, that should describe where we are at cornerback. What I said about cornerbacks. The safeties. The safeties. McLeod and Jenkins. Let's end all this craziness right now. I've been hearing some foul craziness right now. I've just been hearing some foul crap about McLeod and Jenkins. These are elite safeties. Elite safety. Top three safety tandem in the league. You want to stretch this. Say top five. That's as far as we can go. They are. Elite, one of the reasons why we won the Super Bowl. Jenkins is a leader on and off the field. I can't say enough about him. He's one of the greatest Eagles we ever had. McLeod, he's going to be that guy again. It's good that one guy that sit back and just do good like Michael Lewis did at safety. Um, You know, like Bobby Taylor did at cornerback. I think Michael Lewis and Rashad McLeod almost um come to the same comparison. I like Rashawn McLeod, man. I think um, I mean, having him and Jenkins with the experience they got and still doing what they're doing is big. And let's talk about Chris Marigold being back. Just glad to have him back. Um That's that's just glad it's good to have him back. And um we'll see what happens. Jeremy Reeves is a guy that might be one of the guys that make safety. I don't know yet, but we'll see. But well, that's where we at at safety. That's that's where we're at. So, um, if anybody wants to talk about the Eagles, right? It's really crazy. They're super deep right now. I'm looking at what I say safety. That wasn't the deep part, but look at the cornerbacks. I just named six cornerbacks. Six, Uh, six cornerbacks. Yeah, any time you can put any one of them guys over there safety to cover anything. Uh, what they want you want if you want to back up safety or whatever. But, um, once again, uh, Jeremy Reeves is a guy, I think, um, watch out for him trying to let, he was a good player in college and be one of those guys that you're going to look at that, um, could make the team as an undrafted free agent. You know the Eagles are good for it. They are good for it. Shout out to Rick Lovato, long snapper. and He's an Eagle. So, you get all the love, you know what I mean? You're an Eagle, you get love. Um, um, yeah, um... People want to talk about the, the running back position not being settled and talk about Jay Ajayi. Now people just making up stuff. You, you know you're good when people start making up stuff. Well, they don't. What's the running back? Do they really have a feature back? Yeah, you saw it last year. You had three of them. Yeah, <laughs> three feature backs, man. Like, for real. Like, it's crazy. Um, I went past the offensive line, you know, because it's almost bar none because I feel like they're the MVP's of this team even more because they protected the quarterback. Big V got better. Okay. Uh, Steve, um, Stefan Wozinski. Once again, if I'm pronouncing that name wrong with to Penn state, Penn state, we are, he came right in, right in, took over when uh, Isaac wasn't doing this thing. And he took it. Jason Kelsey. Phew, what a rebound. What a rebound. He was the best center in football. <laughs> I mean, he mauled. He just did the best. And uh, Lane Johnson, self-explanatory, Lane Johnson's best right tackle on football. Uh, and, and Brandon Brooks is the best uh, guard at his position in football. I mean, Brandon Brooks is, is elite. That money they paid was worth it. I mean, they really made great decisions. And like I said, you brought in Isaac, you brought in Chance Mack, and you saw that those guys, you know, came in for depth rotation. It just did a good job. But, um, okay, I'm out. we about to, um, this is, this was a podcast, you know, based on what's going to happen tomorrow. And I wanted to get to y'all about the Eagles, get you some Eagle, 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 you know what I mean? It's always good for all my Eagle fans, my Bird Gang. It's going down this year. I think it's the second Super Bowl. We're lined up for the future. Get excited. Get ready. Bird Gang. Carson Wentz, MVP. Take what's his. He gonna get MVP, the Super Bowl. Gonna get MVP this season, and the Eagles gonna get a two Pete. I right, know. I mean, I think now the third one we are gonna see what teams get good, but I think they'll at least get two straight, two straight. All right. Signing off once again. This is your boy Lita Johnson. Uh, check me out on vuSports.com. Check my workout on StockRiders.com. Check me out writing on Facebook at Lita Johnson Blog. And text me writing at nbadraftroom.com. Follow Lita.